2: yo good to see you what's
3: going on vatos locos. welcome to a very special friday edition of over promised our bonus pod because we can't fit all this fun into our show covino and rich two to four on the west five to seven on the east but this week crazy week we did the dan patrick hat trick if you missed any of that Searched a
2: podcast and we filled in for Colin Cowherd, but back to normal. Good to be here. Hope you had a great week. I mean, truth be told, I, I want to be hanging with you and everyone. Yeah. But I'm like counting the minutes for us to be done with this because I want to watch Love is Blind season six. Yeah,
3: buddy. But Yo, we got a lot to get to. All right. people Tell me I look like Megan Fox. You don't. No. You look like Eli Manning. <laughs> really? Eli Shut Manning. up. We're going to talk about the drunkest fans in sports. Okay. The drunkest fans in sports <laughs> and the weakest uniforms. And it's all based on the biggest story in baseball this week. These Oof. miserable new uniforms, the Nike Vapor premier jerseys. You know
2: what's uh, what shit's funny to me? That what? NFL is king. We all talk about the NFL at nauseum almost. Yeah, like the no, nonstop. The football season ends. We're already predicting who's gonna be in the postseason next year. NFL is king, NBA All-Star Weekend. All this stuff is going on. Baseball's probably trying desperately. What can we do to get a headline? their headlines that they got shitty uniforms you know but it's I, wild, look at it right? this
3: way it's it's function over fashion here there's a purpose and i think we're just prisoners of the moment because they look ugly but there's purpose right yeah. it's like when your phone gets an update you hate it at first but then you realize oh okay maybe it's good maybe uh oh. you know you start to like it because they're moisture wicking uniforms made of 90 percent recycled polyester but get 25 percent more stretch right and it allows the jersey to dry 28 percent
2: that's significant bartolo cologne's thinking couple years too late for the extra stretch (laughs) (laughs) true 28 percent faster right
3: so in the dong days of summer when it's hot and it's what maybe then they're like oh you know what they're not so bad but they're not visually pleasing to the eye man they look cheap did you say the dong days of summer the dog days of summer because there might be a Dong this summer. There might be, But the headline is just how bad they look. And you saw the side-by-side comparisons between like the old Seattle jersey, which is getting a lot of criticism. Yeah.
2: If you look at the old Mariners jersey, yeah. when I say old, like a year ago, look at the detail and the stitching and the name. And it, it looks like an official jersey you as a fan would pay hundreds of dollars for. The one on the right looks like the Bodell's Dick Sporting Good, Big <laughs> Five, like shitty knockoff and they're not cheap that's the other thing I feel right like the one on the right is the one that you buy from a japanese website for 20 bucks well again yeah players are
3: complaining but jersey enthusiasts are also complaining because they're like over 400 Boy. they're distributed by fanatics made by nike and it's getting a lot of criticism and just when you thought it couldn't get any worse right because they look terrible pictures were released of shohei otani wearing them right and the pants are see-through so people are like, dude, they're so bad, you can see through the pants. This is going to be terrible, right? You can see his jersey tucked in. You can see it tucked in. And if you think that's bad, just wait. It gets even more worse because Casey Schmidt of the San Francisco Giants took a photo. Rich, it went viral. I thought it was fake with AI. You don't know. Photoshop. I'm like, this can't be real. That's funny. The headline was, is he going to start every count? Two and zero this season, and I'm like, what does that even mean? Oh, two balls, no strikes, because you could see Stop his it. balls. Stop it, dude! Little- the pants are so see through. Got little cracker jacks. You could see his little I'm mean, cracker jacks. You call them, through the pantalones. But again, they're supposed to be more breathable. They're supposed to be better. But all it's getting is criticism. And uh, just to give you one more update, Eric Cosmer. Yeah. Who just recently retired? 13 years in the Bigs. Congrats, man. Eric Hosmer came out publicly saying, Yeah, they're not great, but they'll fix it. They'll fix it. Yeah. And that brings us to the worst uniforms of all time. Well, well
2: keep in mind function over fashion, yeah. but they do look cheap. And to be honest, not kissing any ass, as your dad would say, but Fanatics and Nike usually put out pretty premier products. Well, so dude, I think
3: everyone's confused. It's not embroidered on anymore. Right? It's sort of ironed on. Ironed on the (laughs) logos and everything. So I get it. It's not going to look the same, but they're playing baseball. They're not putting on a fashion show. Okay. So
2: we'll see what happens, what adjustments they make based on the criticism. Well, what are some of the weaker uniforms in our lifetime? Maybe even before we were born. I thought of a few. If you want to play along, let's get into it. If we don't.
3: Get to the one you're thinking of or you think one is worse. Hit us up at Covino and Rich
2: at Fox Sports Radio hashtag over Now, this one came to mind because my yeah. son, Ben, who just turned four, thinks he's a dinosaur, loves T-Rexes. Yeah. The Raptors uniform back in the day looks like a terrible like cartoon that like a kid drew. With a basketball jersey on?
3: Yeah, that's uh infamously known as one of the weakest. It is
2: kind of weak. It and nothing, is. nothing says Toronto.
3: Like dinosaurs? Yeah, yeah. No, that's a bad one. Uh,
2: um, how about the pirates? This old pirates one oh. that got a lot of criticism. That's when they were trying to do those experimental like future uniforms. That is weak. Though. I hope no one wears this in the future. Ugly ass pirate on a their their third rare color. Because the pirates are, you know, every team in Pittsburgh. Got that golden black. Yo. You shouldn't use your third rando color as the red on the Pirates. No bueno. But it's so ugly that,
3: you know, I've seen people wear that Raptors jersey. I've never seen a fan. Yeah.
2: Wearing that jersey. I get it. Sometimes there's irony in something so ugly, it's cool. Like, for instance, the Tampa Bay Bucks creamsicle went from, yo, that's the lamest uniform ever to, that's the hottest uniform. Because it became retro uh,
3: and nostalgic, that's why. uh,
2: Seattle Seahawks lime green. For as many people say, that shit's hideous. Some people say, that's hot. So it's a thin line. But I think these that we're pointing out, universally bad. See, like, that... When we were kids, was considered ugly. Now you're like, oh, oh
3: hey, again, yeah, wow. nostalgia reasons. Yeah. That's the only thing. How about the Islanders, the infamous Islanders jersey? Oh, the Islanders. We're not talking uh, Haku and
2: yeah, the island Tanaka. Yeah, when they when they got rid of the, the legendary classic New yeah. York Islanders, you know the stick and the puck, the Gordon's Fisherman. It's kind. Of, you know what I mean? If you
3: take that out of it, it's not that bad. But I know it got a lot of criticism. And, you know, we're from the East Coast, so we completely remember when that was, that was talk of the town. Like, yeah, dude, was, it's so weak. Yeah. But keep in mind, too, people hate change. People hate it.
2: I'll give you an example. It I, takes I don't, time. I don't want to put Spot on the spot because he's pulling up these photos like a freaking wizard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember when we were at our old job, when the Rams debuted their new uniform, people hated it. Now I look at it, I'm like the bone gray or the bright blue and yellow. I think dude, the Rams uniform looks tight. You're so right. We... we said it looked like the Internet Explorer logo.
3: We were hating on that so bad because our eyes hadn't adjusted yet. Your eyes have to adjust. So you got to keep that
2: in mind. But every new uniform for a minute looks funny. But to me, the Rams are a great example of a a team that everyone's like, that's what they came up with? And now you look at it and you're like, it's pretty tight looking. Yeah.
3: No, It looks good. I agree. At first, I wasn't feeling it. I like it now.
2: Um, How about
3: that Steelers uniform that everybody hated on? They
2: haven't broken out in a minute. I think they're due to rock the bumblebees. They're weak, dude. I mean, I get it. Throwbacks are a thing. The fans. I just, you know what I always thought was interesting? Imagine you're a little kid. Your dad brings you to one Steelers game, and that's what they're wearing. Like, that's your memory. That's See, your lasting childhood memory. You know,
3: Rich is a guy who focuses on the jersey, and you care about these things. I don't care as much. Uh, so I wouldn't care if I was at the game they were wearing them. But I do have eyes and a sense of taste, and I think those are weak as hell. Now, uh,
2: <laughs> I, I don't want to be predictable, Kavino. Yeah, man, they they are ugly, huh? Yeah, they are. They're weak as hell. Bzzz. There's a uniform that everyone will agree is I the worst. I picture Mike Tyson as the bumblebee.
3: Yeah, I'm a Pittsburgh Steeler fan.
2: Remember that?
3: <laughs> Yeah, I love the Steeler. That Mike Tyson as the bumblebee. Now, I, that's you know, what I. It It's like
2: uh, no rain by Blind Melon to th- me. This this was before our time. So. I don't remember this. So I remember seeing it for the first time thinking, well, this wasn't real. This said, this has to be like a, maybe an exhibition game or like maybe it was a one day thing in spring training. And there he is. Mike Tyson is a bubble bee. That's when Tyson was rooting for the Steelers. Let's go. Let's go. Pittsburgh. Terrible towel. <laughs> so there was a Chicago white Sox uniform with a collar and they were wearing shorts. I can't believe that's real. I'm with you on that. Because well, it was before we were born. So anytime you see one of these lists come up, like, yeah. shittiest uniforms, I always thought, like, no way that was real. That how, did the player, so how did the player say, yeah, I'm I'm good with this? Yeah, I, I can't even imagine that. That looks like that. some throwback 1800. Like, uh, if you
3: played ball, you know that you're susceptible to uh, some serious raspberries there. No, I mean, like, if you're sliding... That's got to hurt. It's just not even functional. Not only is it not fashionable, it's not even functional. So every every guy's going to have cuts on his knees. You think that's
2: number one, but it's not. Oh, my number one. I know know what your number one is. What is my number one? Uh, You're a big baseball fan. World baseball classic when Great Britain, the the letters were like the simplest font, and they were like falling off the jersey. (laughs) That was the weakest. By
3: the way, that was such an embarrassment, and that's what they're comparing the new jerseys to that Great Britain WBC jersey that was falling apart. Um, no, and that was on such a big stage. That was so weak. No, the number one worst jersey or worst uniform of all time, I'm giving it to you, Rich. Rich Davis, 1987 Franklin Square Little League Mets. There, like, That weak-ass font. Look at that weak-ass jersey with your foam hat, your styrofoam weak-ass flat brim, and those weak-ass stirrups. You, Number one weakest of all time, flashing it back on a Friday. First
2: of all, I did grow up in the Franklin Square area, but how dare you disrespect Garden City South, (laughs) literally? Cherry Valley is the field we played at, and we had that corny ass parade down Nassau Boulevard on Long Island. Look how
3: weak that uniform was, and you know
2: how weak it was. It was probably ten years old by the time you got
3: to it. Oh, patches and grass stains from 1970 something on those
2: pants. Look at that. Well, um. Something else I wanted to bring up on today's overpromise. We just wrapped up the NFL season. Now, when I was at the Super Bowl, the I'm
3: sorry. I, wait, Spot, saying what?
2: Would you say, Spot? Spot, what about your stellar jersey when you were a kid? Mine,
3: mine was mine was so bad they misspelled it. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, my little league jersey was so bad it was a misspelling because they didn't care about you back then. They yeah. printed them out and they're like, yep, yeah, I guess you got to roll with it. I was on the Virginians. But if you look close, you're on the Virginins. The Virginins. Virginins. Dude, you're such a vagina. They spelled, they spelled it wrong. You know, I always marveled at my mullet. I marveled at my mullet in that photo, never realizing they spelled Virginians Dude, wrong.
2: Ignore, I'll be honest. Ignore Cavino's pretty stellar mechanics there. Ah, uh, yeah, look but. at that. You were
3: on the Virginians. That was Virginians. Uh, eight, eight. <laughs> 10, like 1986, 87. Now how forget but this one? Jeez. Anyway, I'm thank sorry. you. Yeah, that wins, number you. one. Right. The no, I'm
2: still going with your Mets. I was not the Virginians. You make the call. You make the all call. Right. Um,
4: hey, guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This podcast. we got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball. We do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts.
1: None.
2: Something I wanted to bring up because I, I thought about the last few times you and I have been to a ball game, basketball game, Lakers game, baseball game. I was at the Super Bowl. Not not a not a brag. Just I watched my Niners lose. We had a
3: great time in Vegas, though. It was great, great. time.
2: You want to see a recap? Check I, our social media. I, I do think about how much do I drink at a game. I feel like you and I. I'll I may get one of those. I'll tell you what. We went to a fight. I had one big ass seltzer, you know, like one of those yeah. big seltzers for uh, a reasonably twice uh, priced $20, yeah, $20 for one big seltzer or maybe you, if you go to the bar, you get, a, you get a double for 20 something, maybe a vodka soda drink, maybe one or two beers. I never understood the person that went to a game and got smashed. I get it. There's, a, there's a culture of sl- stack of my beer cups and you get all plastered. They came out with a list in the New York post of the drunkest NFL fan bases. And oddly enough, the most sober fan base, the chiefs. And I'm thinking, cause they got good shit to watch. You don't want to, you don't want to miss Mahomes and Kelsey and Andy Reid calling killer plays. The drunkest fans. Congratulations, Tennessee Titans. Uh, I don't know how they did this. I think what they did was they. Well, it
3: sounds like the Titans stink.
2: They, they did a, they based tracked, on that theory. They tracked breathalyzers and breath tests they would do at random fans. And they decided that the Titans, the Steelers, the Colts, Falcons, and Saints. Those are your top five drunk fan bases.
3: Now, are you proud of that or not? I'm asking you. Let us know. But my theory is different on that. Look, you go out to have a good time. New, Whatever New York you're doing, uh,
2: New York and LA are in the so, sober category. So I'm wondering if you got other stuff doing in your city, maybe because they're uh, on edibles and they're high. Does that have anything to do with I'll it? I'll tell you, can I give you a story
3: real quick? Because a lot of times, even out here in California, it's like, oh, I'm California sober, which means yeah, you're not drinking, but you're high on something. Yeah, I don't, Legally.
2: I don't, I don't need all those, uh, I don't need all those calories. I was at a World Series game once. And I'm sad to admit. One of my friends passed me a little pen. He's like, "You want a, You want a, want a little puff?" I was like, "Yeah, sure." I feel like I missed three innings. <laughs> like where I was like, I remember being like, I remember turning to my friend. Rich, rich floated I, to the upper tier. I remember talking. I remember my. It's a it's a stupid quote amongst my friends now. Yeah, because I turned to my and I just randomly go, "It's the eighth inning." Like I, in my mind, I was like, I thought the game just started. (laughs) You're probably uh, caught in your head thinking about stuff. I I am anti getting drunk or high at a game because I feel like you go to the game. Listen, if you're with your buddies, it's one thing. But a lot of times you go to the game with your kids to have a great family experience. If you go with your buddies after one or two drinks, like, do you really want to have the headache and feel shitty? Go there to watch the game. I mean,
3: are you driving? That's another Another question. And I'm not here to criticize because like I was about to say, when you go out and some people don't get out enough. You want to have a great time. So we're saying enjoy your drink. Enjoy yourself. But the way I roll with that, Rich, it's like two or three at the max. Two or three at the max because I want to enjoy the game. And if you're getting sloshed, as we put it before, and you're the guy who loves to wear his beer helmet and be that guy and smash beer cans on your head, you know, I, I question how much you love the game if priority here is getting trashed.
2: Yeah, I, you know, I, and
3: for me, I, I
2: want to take it all in, not be sloppy. Even even if it, even if it's open bar, control yourself. You and I and Spot, you were there as well. We went to go see Messi when he played against LAFC. We found our way. I don't know how we got there, but we sort of found our way in a VIP area. Yeah, to yeah. the point where I we couldn't there. we couldn't leave <laughs> because Spot led us to this awesome area where if we left, we weren't getting back in. And I remember you and I walking up to the bar, and you're like. It's free. They're like, yeah, open bar. We only had two or two drinks, maybe each, because we were like, you know what? We're here to enjoy. Because
3: the goal the is game. to see messy, yeah. not to get messy. Um, but again, look at me. Look at, me. Wow, that look really at me. That was a good I one. Know, right? One more time. Yo! time. Could you repeat that? To see messy, not to get messy. Oh, but ah. that's the thing. That's the thing. Everybody has a different limit. So if my limit here at the game, before it's a little yeah. too much, is two or three, here's maybe. Four or five, and that's fine. But know your limit, and don't go past it, because what memories are you taking away from the game? That's why you went in the first place. So it's not... I'm, uh, I'm not judging here. Yeah. I'm just saying, no, when to say when. There you go. I made that up. How do you like that? No, wow, really? Yeah, no, yeah, when to say yeah, when? Yeah, yeah. Because you're there to watch the game. good one. And as they say at the Little League field, remember, adults, the children are watching. There's kids there.
2: Come on. You bozo. All right, well... I have one last thought before we say farewell. Have a great weekend. little PSA. Enjoy some relaxing. Enjoy a little NBA. Enjoy some maybe, you know, keep up on your baseball team. A little spring training action. The reminder, based on our show title, Overpromised. It's the the fun name of our bonus pod. But the lesson in life that we've preached for years, you don't want to overpromise. The opposite is what works in life. You want to underpromise Overproduce. You never want to overpromise, underproduce. That's the whole the, uh, joking name of this podcast, because we don't get to everything that I promised we'd get to. And no one likes when someone overpromises. And it brings us to the show that we're all gonna watch this weekend. And that is Love is Blind Season Six. Yes. The biggest Trash TV at its finest. The biggest trending thing from that show is the girl who's not unattractive. It's just she drew attention to herself by saying I am told that I look like Megan Fox. And the minute she said it, I was like, oh, she's going to get she's gonna get it for this.
3: By the way, you know, the guy said he gets all the time that he looks like Christian McCaffrey. But she didn't know who that was. So they cut it out. So they edited it out. And I did
2: see that viral thing yeah. right there saying, yeah, he actually equally said something dumb. And guess what? He doesn't look like Christian McCaffrey. No. He's like his, a you potato. See his, you see his belly in the mirror? Yeah. And they, he's uh, Jimmy with the bad
3: fade. You know, so the thing is she resembles megan fox but you have this image of megan fox at her hottest and again you're gonna meet that yeah. expectation I, you over promised i'm
2: picturing that megan fox i'm i'm picturing megan fox leaning over the hood of a car in transformers I, i'm picturing megan fox they're the same picture I, I mean spot oh spot you you only see one picture there because it's the same thing they're the same person that's
3: why, you know, if you want to take the lesson here, when people ask me, well, who do you look like? I say Luis Guzman.
2: Don't say, yeah, don't yeah. say, don't say like Mario Lopez. No, or, no, uh, no. Yeah, you got Or uh, I look like George Lopez. Yeah, who's, who's the other handsome dude? What's his name? Uh, I don't know. Jay, uh, Jay Hernandez. Jay Hernandez. Yeah, don't either, say Mario Lopez or Jay Hernandez. Oh, Do the other. Under promise. I'm saying, Oh uh, yeah, under promise, over deliver. Yeah, tell people, oh, you know uh, Luis Guzman? And That's even him.
3: this weekend, when it comes to sexy time, after all your NBA and your hockey, whatever it is you're watching, your sexy love is blind, time. you know, don't overpromise and underproduce. Okay. Don't say you're gonna rock her world and then underdeliver. Yeah,
2: don't don't say you're don't say you're gonna rock her world all night and all night to you is seven minutes. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if you're gonna overpromise,
3: let it be here on this show. Perfect. All
2: right. We'll see you guys. Back on Fox Sports Radio Monday, our usual time. Back in action. Uh, until then, anything you miss, you can always get at Kobe and On Rich at Fox Sports Radio. Until next time, Ariba Derchi Baby. See you in the overpromised land.
3: Nice catch. Ah, son of a-